You are now tuned in to Music, Men, and My Mental with your host, C. Devone, tackling all things career, relationship, and your overall health. Trifecta. Let's get to it. Let's start the show. Okay, and welcome to Music, Men, and My Mental. I am your host, C. Devone, where we talk about all things your career, your relationships, and your overall health. So super excited, always happy to be here and talking to you guys. I always start with a little bit of homework and this is going to go right into my guest too, because I want to know what you are passionate about. What are your passions? Like so many times we, you know, we're just going and we talk about your career, your relationships and your overall health, but like what are your passions? And if you listen to the show with Alicia Reese, she um, likes to tell people when she goes to uh, empowerment and conferences and festivals, don't ask people what they do, ask them what they're passionate about. Mm. And I love that because it makes you, the conversation changes from like, oh, you know, I'm an executive here or, you know, I'm laid off or I'm an entrepreneur. I think you start talking about a lot of the negative things sometimes when you talk about like, what do you do? But if you say, what am I passionate about? I'm like, I love events and helping women and I love, you know, and I think it just drives things different. So do it to yourself. Ask yourself, what are you passionate about? Give it just one hour of attention. Whether I'm passionate about helping others, I'm passionate about knitting, I'm passionate about hair, just something you're passionate about, especially if you're not doing it. Just give it, give yourself an hour to feed your passion, you know? So that's your homework. All right, let's go right into my guest today. My girl, you are, let me let her introduce herself because she's just so fabulous. Go ahead. Hello, hello, hello. I am excited to be here. Yes. Um, Music Men in My Mental. I am Car Charisse. Um, Most people know me. I go by Car Walker as well. Um, I am a uh, passion to impact coach, CEO and founder of Pretty Passionate, a speaker and former integrated marketing professional. Yes. Can we go into that? Like she has a resume for the gods, like so jealous. Like you have worked with so many companies and brands and then just now becoming a full-time entrepreneur. What? Like, tell me about this. So your background is marketing. So mm-hmm. what, what, how did it all start? Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. Um, I have over 10 years of experience in marketing, mm-hmm. uh, integrated marketing to be exact. And it honestly started in college. I was going to say, what school did you go to again? I went to Montclair State in okay. Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Jer- a real Jersey girl. Real Jersey From girl. From Jersey, went to school in Jersey. Okay. Still, still live in Jersey. <laughs> Even though I had dreams of living in the big city, just quite never oh, it's, happened. It, it's right here. <laughs> right here. Um, but yeah, so I went to college. And funny thing is, is that when I went, I went as a biology major. Stop. Yeah, I absolutely went as you a biologist. to be a doctor? I or? wanted to be a doctor. Okay. I love kids. I wanted to be a pediatrician. I, you would be such a great pediatrician, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> I should have just went through with it. Um, but then once I realized how many years I would have to be in school mm. and science and all that stuff, I wasn't too excited about Were it. Were you okay with blood? See, that's where I know, you know, most kids are like, I want to be a doctor or a lawyer. They were like, you have to do blood and you have to like, I said, Mm-mm. next I will be in television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Blood didn't really creep me out too much. I was okay with blood, um, mm-hmm. but it was the schooling and the science that intimidated okay. me. I love science. <laughs> That's my favorite subject, mm, man. So I um, was undeclared for a few years and then I took a marketing and advertising class. Just like, oh, let me take it. It seems okay. like it can be cool. And long story short, I took this class and I fell in love with the professor, the his style of teaching, just the way he taught it, and then just the level of creativity. And it just mm-hmm. really intrigued me. And so from then on, I was like, all right, this is it. And I got my first internship um, maybe that following year at the Source magazine. Wait, so did you just change your major then and there? Or yeah. you just kept biology throughout the whole thing? Well, no. So at that time, I was mm-hmm. undeclared. Um, mm-hmm. And I had been undeclared for maybe about a year or so. Um, and so once I really knew that, okay, I really love marketing. I want to continue to to pursue this. Mm -hmm. I went and declared my major as a business. And so I joined the business school at Montclair State. And, you know, it's kind of just been history ever since. And like I said, I applied for several internships and I got an internship, my first internship at The Source Magazine. Okay. And integrated marketing and completely fell in love with it. It's been history ever since. Got you. Mm -hmm. Got you. So integrated marketing, because before it was just marketing. And then when they realized that digital was next, I think that was that. Is that like the hybrid of like 
marketing and like okay everything's digital marketing now yeah digital mm -hmm. um events okay even i have i've worked at iHeartRadio for a few years so mm -hmm. even radio um out of home mm -hmm. so anything um like like i said events grassroots um social media now is okay. really really big so anything where you take several different pieces and you know you can reach the consumer wherever she is so Got if you. she's online if she's at an event if she's on social media wherever she is mm. and we create a very cohesive marketing campaign to reach her Okay, so how do you go from this marketing professional to pretty passionate? Like, wh like what happened? Did you wake up one day? Like, it's like, I just want to be passionate about this and this is not it. Like, how did you get there? I mean, so, so what is pretty passionate? Yeah, so pretty passionate. It is a personal development destination. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially what that means is it's for women looking to not only be inspired, not only to be motivated, but to also have actionable next steps to help them achieve some of the goals that they set out for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I like to talk to a lot of the women that engage with the brand and even in my messaging that I put out there is like we are a destination for women who are on a mission, mm -hmm. on a mission to live an epic passionate purposeful life mm, I like um, that <laughs> so you know women who you know even if you don't necessarily have you don't know what it is that you're passionate about so mm. we also work with some women to help them figure out what it is that sets my soul on fire mm -hmm. you know what is it that I really enjoy doing and whether you want to turn it into a business or just integrate it into your life to create more excitement okay we help you kind of fill out you know what that actionable next step is and then mm -hmm. for some women we already know I love to do hair I love mm -hmm. music I love to DJ but how can how can I harness that to drive impact mm -hmm. right so how can I harness my gifts and my passions to either turn it into a business for myself to just impact the people around me mm -hmm. and so we work closely with women to really map out what that vision is mm -hmm. and give you actionable next steps I like that Okay, because that was my next question. Like, okay, so you're going to help people to make money with their passion or you said to just put it in their life to make an impact because now that they're. Yeah, well, the good thing is, is that with personal development, honestly, mm -hmm. when you start with who you are at the core and what it is and you start to ask yourself some of those really hard questions like what do I want from my life? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times when you ask people, what does your life look like in five years or in mm -hmm. 10 years from now? They'll give you a very over arching response so it may be oh i'm gonna be working for a fortune 500 company mm -hmm. i'm gonna be making x you know x amount of money mm -hmm. but very few people can give you actual details mm -hmm. like i'm gonna be living here i'm gonna feel this way you know granted we have to stay nimble and flexible because things in life change but to have a very deep clear vision on what you want your life to look like in what i call a 14 pillar life so mm -hmm. there's 14 different areas that we should focus on and creating a vision for um so when you you kind of do that work and you ask yourself self that question to really develop that vision, it could catapult and catapult your life in several different categories. Okay. So when you really figure out a clear vision for what you want to do with your career, for instance, mm -hmm. or your business, then that'll give you a clear lane for how you can monetize that and drive revenue. Do you help people kind of see that vision or you just kind of, you're pulling it from them and then you're saying, maybe you should be a DJ or you're like, Mm, it sounds like well, like what do you want? Because sometimes people just don't know what they want. Absolutely. I think that's been you know that's the biggest issue. And then it's also well, this is what I want, but this doesn't make me any money, and my you know my overhead is five thousand mm -hmm. dollars because I've been a lawyer for this many years, and now I just want to be a DJ. Yeah, you know, and which you can make that money, but like starting off, you may not. Right, you know? absolutely. So like. Do you kind of do both or you want them to kind of they do the late work and then they decide like, or does yeah. it like, you, know, you put it like in a system that's like, doop, doop, I'm going to be a hairdresser, like, you know, compete out, you know? No, you know, it's a mixture of both. Honestly, I'm really big on experiential learning. So mm -hmm. I always like my theory or like my thought process with it is if you think about kids, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you remember being mm -hmm. a kid or if you have kids and when you're young. Well, if you have kids that are young, you put them in all these different activities. Right. So you put them right. in basketball, football, piano lessons, swimming, whatever, because essentially what you're trying to do is figure out what it is that they really like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then hopefully it doesn't, you know, uh, make it hard for them to get up and go to practice and really invest in it. And then maybe ultimately it'll turn into a business or into something that flourishes for them or mm -hmm. it's an outlet for them, a way to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as adults, we don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. You know, we go to work, we go home, we take care of the kids, we cook dinner and we do it all over again. And we're literally living the same day 
mm-hmm. over and over and over. It's and that's not a life. Because, <laughs> you know, we don't do anything that we're not good at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my last guest, she's like, I don't dance anymore because I'm not a good dancer. My mom said I'm not a good dancer. And you know what? Now I'm going to go to dance class with you because I've always been so uncomfortable with it. So I like that. Like, you know, if I love cooking, so I would go to cooking class. I love DJing. So I love teaching people. But what about things I really don't do well? Like, mm-hmm. I love to talk. I can write a book, but I'm not good with grammar, verbs, all like proper, yeah. you know, uh, writing skills. So it's like, that's that's something I want to do. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's exploring, too, because it's really figuring out, you know, you may not even know that you have a passion for this. And I'll give you an example. So with Pretty Passionate, we do a lot of experiential or what I like to call out of the box experiences, mm-hmm. because I like to take women out of their regular day to day place them in places, new and fresh places to reinvigorate their life with new energy. Mm -hmm. So one of those things are called, um, I do hikes. So every Mm -hmm. year I do two hikes, one in the spring and one, excuse me, in the fall. And how that came about is, is that I remember growing up young and, you know, we've had this conversation. Mm -hmm. It's like black people don't hike. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. I remember being young. No hiking, no no yoga, no camping. We ain't surfing. We ain't, yeah, hiking. I still camp and I'm still 50, 50 on it. I used to go camping. I'm like, why am I here? Right. Ass is all hurting on them rocks. Exactly. And now in today's day and age, you, you have social media. So we're seeing black people doing Mm -hmm. these amazing things and it's opening up this world. But imagine, you know, 12 years ago or even 20 years ago black people wasn't hiking they wasn't camping and there was some but we weren't seeing it right and so I always was like this very adventurous person so I was the one telling my sisters let's let's go on an adventure let's go down Mm -hmm, this you know mm -hmm. place in the woods let's do this let's do that and that was always the response girl you're crazy black Mm -hmm. people don't hike long story short fast forward as I got older and then I got out of college and I was in the workforce a lot of my coworkers were going hiking and I was like, you know, what? I want to do hiking. Mm-hmm. So I went on my very first hike um, in my early 20s mm-hmm. and I absolutely fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't think I would connect with it as much as I did. And it's really just a place for me where I can go and I can think mm-hmm. it's fresh, um, new energy, new just uh, sights and just beautiful moment, mindful moments. And it's, it's something different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so going back to experiential learning and what we do with Pretty Passionate is that in those moments, something really powerful and amazing happens because you may be like, oh my God, I really love hiking. And mm-hmm. now look at me, I'm actually have monetized that mm-hmm. passion. And now I'm helping impact other people who are going on this hikes with me. Mm-hmm. But had I never went on that hike in my early 20s, I would have never even discovered that mm-hmm. that was a part of me that I could use to impact other people. Well, I like that. Well, <laughs> let's go into, you know, we were having a conversation offline and for you to get to really pretty passionate now full time, you have to get to a critical point in your life where you were like, I want to focus on it. So just tell me about that story, because I know you've been working, you've been hitting the pavement, you know, (laughs) and then now you got to like focusing on this full time. So it's about being, you know, uncomfortable and getting critical points. So I know you have your own story about like you had to get to that in order to focus on pretty passionate. So you could share that story about that. Absolutely. So um, the brand Pretty Passion, it's about two and a half years old Mm -hmm. right now. So still um, a very fresh young brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was working my nine to five and my Mm -hmm. five to nine and, you know, and on the weekends and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And I had been in marketing for over 10 years. And at the time, you know, I had a very demanding marketing position. I was the associate director Mm -hmm. um, at Essence for integrated marketing. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, it's not your traditional nine to five, like you're working, you know, around the clock and traveling. And I absolutely loved it. Like literally Mm -hmm. was my dream job. I mean, every, I'm sure every black girl can be like, Oh my God, like Essence, you know, it's such a legacy brand. Mm -hmm. And it really meant a lot to me. Um, But as you know, time went on, I was at the brand for four years and we grow Mm -hmm. as people. And I just, got to a point Mm -hmm. where I really was seeking out just great work-life balance. Mm. Um, And then in addition to that, I have been doing the brand Pretty Passionate for two years. And I just, I'm very spiritual. I believe in a higher power and just praying a lot, you know, to God on like, my, I know I knew that Pretty Passionate was my purpose. I knew that it was my assignment. It was something I had to do. Mm. And so as I continue my time, you know, in the marketing industry and being in this very demanding position at Essence, it just got to a point where it was like, OK, now is the time to really go all in with Pretty Passionate and, and what 
helped me get to that point is a lot of the work that I do with the women with Pretty Passionate and in the Insider Network is literally the work that I did on myself, Mm. you know, asking myself those hard questions. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I found myself, I'm giving advice to women about living this epic, amazing life. And here I am burnt out because Mm -hmm. I'm working the nine to five, five to nine. And Mm -hmm. so I got really clear on how I was going to take the brand to the next level. Mm -hmm. And then really clear on if you want to get to that next level, you got to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. You can't just talk the talk anymore. You have to walk the walk in the shoes, learn the lessons and really um, hold hands with women who want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So you get uncomfortable, you get to the critical point. So now we're going to break it down into you, all right? You personally, your career. So that's kind of a career story, but maybe you've had other ones. When you get to this critical point and then you have to make a change. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, is that your only story that you have as far as in your career? Like getting to that point where you're like, all right, I just got to make a change. Like this is that one thing. So give your uncomfortable critical stories in your career. Yeah. So I would say outside of my career, um, I definitely like when it comes to health and Mm -hmm. like wellness, I had a very critical moment Mm -hmm. where I was like, okay, something has to change. Um, And it it, before the actual like the the more critical like moment where it's like you need to focus on you. You need to Mm -hmm. listen to your body before that. I knew that if I'm going to do this with pretty passionate and really take it to the next level. And this was a few years ago. And I always said, you know, ultimately I did want to be an entrepreneur and be on my own, but Mm -hmm. I love, love, love my job. I love the impact that I had there, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was, I was fine. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really making any like solid plans on busting a move and being Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur at the time. Um, But when it came to my health, I knew that if I wanted to continue to progress in life, I had to learn to master myself. Mm. So when it came to health and fitness, I was never, the one to get up you know super early and make sure I hit the gym but it got to a point I was like well if I'm gonna master starting this business walking in my purpose you know creating a life that I love and that I intentionally want then Mm -hmm. I have to learn how to master that in order to master that I have to master myself and Mm -hmm. so health and fitness became that for me Mm -hmm. because I was like I need to be able to tell my body what you're gonna eat when you're gonna go to the gym how you're gonna feel and have that level of discipline so that it translates in any area of my life Mm -hmm. and then on top of that the moment that really was like outside of just fitness but wellness um last year I experienced burnout for the Mm -hmm. first time you know working my nine to five my five to nine getting up and going to the gym at 4 a.m being Mm -hmm. a a girlfriend being a daughter being an aunt Mm -hmm. you know all these things that we are in our lives and I experienced burnout for the first time and I think it's because of social media it makes you feel like you have to rush to do all of these things Mm -hmm. and when you say burnout it's just like just physical burnout is it like mental breakdown is it what is your definition of burnout yeah so for me I started to experience like I I, I no longer had because I'm very a passionate person mm-hmm. like I'm like once I make up my mind I'm going for the kill mm-hmm. and I'm in it and I'm doing it with enthusiasm and excitement and I started to feel like I no longer had the motivation to get up and go to the gym I no longer had the motivation to like work on my brand and it didn't mm-hmm. excite me anymore during that time mm-hmm. you know um I would like I'm I'm an early bird so mm-hmm. I would find Ooh, I'm God like, bless you because I'm not <laughs> I'm not <laughs> uh-huh. so I would be like sleeping you know on the weekends later and I'm like okay why what's and for me I was like well you're being lazy car just get up mm. just get up you're being lazy and I'm like why do I just I have no motivation I just didn't have any interest in doing the things mm-hmm. that once lit my soul on fire and then it was one day I was listening to a podcast and they had a, a guest, uh, Jada Selner. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Mm. Um, but she started speaking about burnout and how sometimes it's okay to slow down so mm-hmm. that you can speed up. Mm-hmm. And as she started talking about that, it started really resonating with me. And so I did my own research on burnout because I had never experienced it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what it was, you know, and I did my own research and I was like, okay, that's what I'm experiencing. Mm. And in her podcast conversation, she talked about how, we're, we're all in, in it's so funny because with social media, I've coined this term, um, uh, uh, timeline kind of, uh, fatigue or timeline distortion, mm. um, syndrome. Okay. <laughs> and I've kind of made this up timeline distortion syndrome. And essentially what it is, is we'll look at our social media feed and we're thinking people are doing amazing things mm. and we feel like we have to keep up. Right. And just right. keep going. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep going. And, but in reality, we need to slow down. Mm-hmm. Take a second, reevaluate, 
plan that way we can speed up with greater purpose mm-hmm. and you know go even farther so that was like a critical moment for me to be like i'm surprised you have so to make a change burnout because i don't use that term too often I, I have been very burnt out before but when i'm burnt out to me my definition was always like i'm just tired mm-hmm. i can't function i need to like for me since i am such a extrovert mm-hmm. i become a true introvert like i don't want anyone in my house like i don't want no company i don't want to even like talk to people like it, it gets too exhausting at times yeah. because i'm so like great you come to my house i want to cook i want to make sure you're good i want to help you and I'm like, I can't see anyone. So that's my burnout. So to me, I would have thought that was depression. I would have been like, okay, let me call the first therapist that I can mm-hmm. find. Because when I hear lack of motivation, I'm thinking, okay, this sounds like you may have had depression. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear someone say burnout and use other terms and to figure out what it was. Yeah. So- and I think the difference too with like, depression and burnout because those are the signs of of depression Mm -hmm. like sleeping and burnout but I think when you are just like you said extremely just exhausted but it happens in a short period of time Mm. you know what I'm saying so had it continued I probably would have been like okay maybe I am depressed you know Mm -hmm. maybe I should look it up maybe I should do but it it wasn't an extensive period of time Mm -hmm. it maybe happened you know for a few maybe like about two months or so or maybe even like a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. um but it wasn't an extended period of time but I think there's a very a very fine line so it's a good point that you bring that up it's a very fine line so we we spoke about your career the critical point and made you really focus on pretty passionate well you went into your health and kind of like building that stamina which is so good i love i truly love that because when i think about people who are very successful Mm -hmm. and you know the steve jobs and the book all these people who like they always say like i wake up and i go to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning and quincy jones who was like still doing yoga and 80 and 80 years old (laughs) like i'm like wow like they do build up the stamina to keep going. And even now where I just did like four gigs in a day and Mm -hmm. I am, I mean, girl, it was just too much. But I remember this used to be so easy for me, but I'm like, okay, wait, I'm not building up the stamina anymore. I'm slowing down on my yoga. And I, you know, and when I was working out so much, it's easy. I'm like, oop, and I know I won't drink before these gigs so I can, you know, you build a discipline. So I really do like, you know, our listeners to talk about like the discipline and the stamina for themselves. But now we got to go into the relationships because, you know, you got to get to critical points in your relationships (laughs) too. You know, whether it's sexual, whether it's friends, because, you know, sometimes like for me, I like to compartmentalize people and say, you know what, let me just move this friend into this corner. Or I used to date this guy. He's not a good guy to date, but he's a good friend. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you do need to get to a critical point to really see what you want, especially if it's like, a future with people or your friends, yeah. you know? So like, what is your personal, like, are you single? Are you seeing somebody? I am in a relationship. Ooh, yeah. see, I don't even know this. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. I'm in a relationship. We've been together for three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the critical points, I guess for me, when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. whether, uh, re- uh, love relationships or friendships, For me, it happened a few years ago once I got really clear on Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do with my life and what that vision and Mm -hmm. what it looked like and where I wanted to go. Because moving forward, it was easier for me to identify when people really didn't align with that vision. Mm -hmm. You know, so if I said, you know, this is my ideal love relationship, you know, and granted, it's not all the. Oh, he got to have, you know, X amount of money and he has to have this type of paying job. It's not that. But what are some of those uh, kind of emotional things that I'm getting from this person? How are they helping me, you know, build on my passion? How can I help them build on their passion and their purpose? When I got really clear on those things and what I my expectations for those relationships around me, it helped me identify the ones that were no longer serving me. So when you say clear, because Mm -hmm. you just kind of like just decide to do your own homework before it got to a critical point? Or did you just literally like get to a point where you were like, I know that this is, I cannot date this nigga right here because (laughs) he drives me insane. And that's for me. Mm -hmm. I got to that point. I was like, Oh, this was fun. I literally was like, I had a moment where I had to be alone by myself. (laughs) And I just was like, I can't date this person anymore. This was really fun. Can't do it anymore. I'm done. This is what I want. Yeah. So were you just like walking down the street and were like, and I'm going to do some homework? Or were you like, after you hung up on the last nigga, like, I ain't dating this guy no more. <laughs> this is what I want. Like, what was that story for you? Right. I think it was like a little bit of both. Okay. Um, We definitely like, I feel like we all, to some extent, even if it's just in our minds, know kind of what we want in a relationship, but we meet that fine fella. 
you know, and we like, oh, well, maybe what I wanted, I can tweak it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe he doesn't necessarily have to have, Mm -hmm. you know, no kids. He has one. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. We start Mm -hmm. making these exceptions and, and, you know, start compromising on what we wanted. And so I found myself in that situation before my obviously my current relationship. I found myself in that situation Mm -hmm. and it was fine. And then it got to a point where he didn't have any ambition. You Mm -hmm. know, he was I was like getting up and I'm on 10 all Mm -hmm. day. I come home, home, he's sitting on the couch watching TV, Mm -hmm. you know, and for some that's okay. But for me, it was a problem, Mm. Um, you know, and we just couldn't get get there with each other when it went to just talking deep and, you know, Mm. really figuring out and uncovering some of those things. Like, why are you sitting on the couch? Do you have any goals? Do you Mm. have any motivations? And he just didn't get there. So for me, stop trying to Ayala me. (laughs) Like, I'm just trying to watch this TV show real quick. And you come home like. So what's your motivation? (laughs) (laughs) He was not having it. Was not having it. Not having it. And and that was a critical moment for me. And I was just like, okay, where I'm going in my life. And it went back to my vision and and my goals. You Mm -hmm. know, this isn't this isn't it because I don't want to be 40 sitting on the couch watching TV with you. Mm -hmm. I want to be traveling the world somewhere, you know. So, yeah, it got to the point. Yeah, (laughs) those are the, the, the critical points. All right. So. We talked about critical, uncomfortable points. So as far as pretty passionate, I know you're saying like, like, what are the actual like, what is your vision for it? Like in the next five years, like, yeah. So the next five years, I really my vision is for it to be the go to destination for personal development. So if you need motivation, if you need inspiration, if you need actionable next steps, you know, if you need an event or experience in your city, because the Mm -hmm. thought is that right now we're based in New Jersey and New York. Mm -hmm. um, But the thought is that it'll be a global brand. And it's because it's an online brand, we can connect with women any and everywhere. Mm -hmm. So right now we have members in New York and New Jersey, but we also have members from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We have members from Atlanta. And, you know, we're starting to really spread across the U.S. And so essentially the plan and the goal is for it to be the spot, the go-to spot for personal development and mm-hmm. reaching your goals and literally be the birthing place for women trying to find their destiny. Mm-hmm. So, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I like that. So give me three things you're passionate about. Woo, three things I'm passionate <laughs> about. Um, I'm passionate about women and mm-hmm. just really um, helping to navigate and like us just building together. Mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about that. And I'm really passionate about motivating people mm-hmm. and, you know, just seeing them light up and mm-hmm. be inspired. Um, I would say the second thing I'm super, pa- I'm super passionate about hiking. I love you hiking. really like hiking that I much. I really love hiking. <laughs> so, so you need to live in L.A. You need to live near the Listen, Runyon. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I had planned to move to L.A. Um, um, both of us. Like oh, my gosh. Ago. Yeah. And, it, you know, it kind of fell through. So here we are. But it's, it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> Not my, myself, too. Yeah. Hiking. That's so funny because I got into yoga because I was like, I just need an outlet. You know, I need a place where I can just come out and feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think hiking does do that. Like if you go in there yeah. like with a cloudy head, cloudy mind, just unsure, you get to the top because it is a destination. You know, you're going to get there. Yes. It's not like life where you're trying to figure out you don't know where you're going and you have to do all this work. It's like you got to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. You're there. You're on top of, you know, I think you just get to see for me since I'm spiritual as well, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is God's glory. Like, he has such a bigger plan for me when I'm on top. Yeah. So I love hiking, but I'm like, I can do that like maybe every quarter, especially right. the good hiking. Like if you're mm-hmm. going to go to Woodstock or other places, but I do encourage people to hike. Like yeah. it is really nice or walk. You can walk around <laughs> you can Brooklyn, walk around, you know, the park or something. You know, dodge the rats. <laughs> the rats in Brooklyn are nuts, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, and with the hiking too, like on my experiences is you uh, brought up a good point is mm-hmm. that really connecting it to everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. So before we start the hike, I tell the women, I'm like, imagine your dream is mm-hmm. sitting on top of this mountain, the house you want to buy, that business you want to start, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is, is, imagine it's here. And we have women of all different fitness levels. Mm-hmm. Some women who are avid hikers, and then some women who have never hiked a day in their life. And I'm like, at the end of this, every single one of you guys are going to get to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you have to sit and wait 20 minutes, mm-hmm. just like in life, you, you don't have to keep up with what everyone else mm-hmm. is doing. You know, keep pushing. I'll wait with you and we'll keep going. And so that's literally it's it's developing that muscle of discipline, that muscle of my dream mm-hmm. is worth it. You know, right. that muscle of I can do it because at the bottom, I question myself. I was breathing heavy. That's exactly what I was about to go <laughs> to. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I'm breathing heavy. I don't know if I can make it, but you made it. Mm-hmm. So that's literally. Literally how Mm. we can take that same approach to to everyday life. 
is, you mm-hmm. know, if we push ourselves harder and not compare ourselves, this person had a straight shot up, but you may need to take a rest for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you may need to take a sip of water or, but the goal is to get there. And it's not about getting there super fast. Mm-hmm. It's your journey. You know what I'm saying? And you figure it out. I really like that. Cause I know even for just myself and kind of, I thought about the same thing about as a child, you're like, you just want to try everything. And even if you say, okay, I want, I want this podcast to be on a nationally syndicated, you know, radio show or TV show or et cetera. And it's like, you can see that, but you're like, okay, how am I going to get here? Who yeah. was the first person? How do I package this? What do I have people to video cameras and editors and all that? I don't have right. the money. I don't have the resources or people just are not listening to me, Absolutely, you know? Yeah. And that part is hard for us to get this negative clutter and mindset, uh, you know, around us. So I like the fact that you're like, take a sip of water, but mm-hmm. um, I guess it does get back to like really sitting and doing the work and the groundwork and having accountability partners. Oh yeah. You know, Absolutely. with that too, which your major. network has and mm-hmm. they can talk to you directly and like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They can talk to me directly. Mm-hmm. Um, the network, it's a community. So we call, you know, your sisters, like you can tap into them, but then also we help to connect them with different experts that okay. may be more focused in a particular area, whether it's finances, um, and other like coaches, life coaches for more of a one-on-one type of going deeper approach. Okay. Um, but yeah, tons of resources and tools and then I would say my third passion is my family Mm -hmm. you know really like my family like I have Mm. a niece uh she just turned 21 and I'm just like (laughs) so you know in love with seeing her blossom Mm -hmm. and her grow and any of my mentees that I work with um but so you know again going back to just women young girls um but my family I'm super passionate about my family Oh, I'm, I'm like, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about you guys listening to music, men and my mental. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I just love talking about talking to people about their passions, things that they're passionate about. And just getting people just like you said, lighting that fire up underneath Absolutely. them, but also having the tools and the strategy to actually execute it. And I love and most importantly about like, do you want to monetize it or you just want to put it in your life to make an impact? Yes. Hello. Like sometimes being a lawyer may be that for you because that requires you to have the money and the lifestyle that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. May not be necessarily your passion, but maybe if you were teaching on the side, crocheting, that may be something that you're really passionate about that doesn't interfere. So I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's for people to really think about so they can just have some, you know, a little purpose. So how can we find more about you, Pretty Passionate, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is www.pretty mm-hmm. with an I, mm-hmm. P-R-E-T-T-I passionate.com. Um, we're on social media. So on Instagram at live, L-I-V-E, Pretty Passionate. Mm-hmm. And then I have a personal uh, Instagram as well, which is Cara, C-A-R-A-S-H-E-R-I-C-E. Yeah, her Instagram is amazing. I guess that the marketing background helps you. I'm like, oh yeah. Before I think the project even really like started, your Instagram already was like oh bubbling before Listen. the first event you had. I'm like, take over my Instagram. Oh please, DJ Miss Bikini. That's yes, Miss Bikini. I just came from traveling. Everyone's like, girl, you should follow her for her bikini photos. I'm like, I have content too, guys. Tune in to Music Men and My Mental. I love it. <laughs> love it. But yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe to the show and also on my lovely friend. I always want to say Cara Cara. Which one should I be saying per- correct? Cara. Cara. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm yeah. like, all right. On Cara's Instagram because, uh, yes, all about passion. She's always highlighting other like dope people. As yeah, well. I love, I love it. Yeah, you know, because I'm I, like I said, I just love to be inspired, mm-hmm. you know, so just keeping my circle filled with just inspiring, amazing people. Oh, well, thank you. So like, subscribe. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Be passionate about something. <laughs>
Thank you.